This is Tom and Becky in the Morning in podcast form. Presented by United Staffing Associates. Choose a job you love and you never have to work a day in your life. Let USA help you find your new career or a new employment opportunity. United We Staff. Early, is it early February or mid-February now? I keep pushing it that later. That was always later. early February, and yeah. so I'm very confused because it is not early February now. It's mid now. They keep pushing it back. But the playoffs are in weekend two is this weekend. There's some good games uh, lined up. Ought to, ought to be some good games. It's Sunday, February 12th. The 12th. There you go. All right. Um, so it's not too it's not too early yet to talk about the most popular Super Bowl food. Meatballs rank as number one. Meatballs. As they should. Really? Are you in, are you camp meatball, team meatball over there? I mean, give me the other choices, but... Yes. Well... California, our favorite food at a Super Bowl are not Avocado, meatballs. Avocado, guacamole. It's, it's uh, uh, nachos. Yeah. Sure. Sure, right? Makes sense. Guacamole's number two overall, by the way. So you got meatballs. Meatballs, nachos. Mm, I'm both. Okay. Chips and salsa, number three. Tater tots, number four. Tater tots. And chili, number five. Buffalo wings, not to number six. And then hummus, nachos, pigs in a blanket, and spinach artichoke dip. The one thing about the... I mean, let's walk through. The one thing about the spinach artichoke dip, and the, this goes to the ranch dip, too, you got to get that early in the afternoon. Yeah. That sucker's been sitting yep. out for three, four hours, yep. and a lot of people have <laughs> been sticking their fingers and little, little mini carrots in it. Uh, yeah. Come hit, on. Hit that one early in the party. Hummus. Don't serve it, first of all. Right. Not at not, your Super Bowl not party. Super Bowl party. I love hummus. Right. But love, me, too. Not at the Super Bowl party. Not Sunday afternoon at 3.30 in no. February 12th. Nachos, sure, but messy. And what's wrong with just number two and number three? Guacamole, chips, and salsa. You can I make think, kind of your own. Yeah, thing. nachos are very hard for a crowd. Right. Buffalo wings got knocked out of the top five, coming in at number six. Those those of you who like buffalo wings, which I do, but I do not. I like. Is there anything better than wings, boneless buffalo wings? Though I, I don't I, like boneless. Do you? Are you? Okay. I don't. Because it tastes like chicken nuggets. Is it like a nugget to you? Yeah. Okay. Well, when I say buffalo wings, that has to mean the real buffalo wings. That can't mean the boneless buffalo wings, okay? I'll give you that. Does it have to have like the buffalo sauce? Ugh. Yeah, of course. Ooh. It's a buffalo. I mean, well, it can have sweet sauce. Some, they do a lot of different sweet sauce. You get like, buffalo wild wings, you yeah. can get all kinds of different things, yeah. which is great, but it's that orange, tangy buffalo sauce. Ugh, gag. Really? Hate it. Oh, man. Oh, I like it. Chili? Sure. Do a big bowl of chili for your guests. That's, you bet. But mine that I want to focus on right now, tater tots. Okay. Don't those sound like fun? Aren't tater tots, just by definition, fun? They are a fun Like if you went over food. to somebody's house and there's a gigantic... Two gigantic pans of tater tots and different things that you could put on them, you know? Sour cream if you want, little chives, whatever you want to dip them. You want to, you want to do some different sauces. Wouldn't that be great? A giant tater tot buffet. Kelsey loves Garth said, I love a good charcuterie board on Super Bowl. No, not even How a Super Bowl. Thing, like, Super, are you going to do wine and cheese and I crackers? Mean, like, well, I'm not doing wine and cheese at Super Bowl. Okay. I mean, get it, Kelsey, if that's what you like, but I just can't imagine... That doesn't right. even sound. That sounds like the least fun Super Bowl party. I mean, 
So on the south, California, like I said, our, our favorite is our nachos, and then all the way down the south are chips and salsa, chips and salsa, Texas chips and salsa, Oklahoma chips and salsa. If you go up north, uh, you get the meatballs in like the frozen states. I like to call them the frozen states. And then to the east of them are the like the Midwest. Those are all tater tots. The Minnesota, the Wisconsin's, the Michigan's tater tots. And then finally you get east and their favorite are the buffalo wings. Corky said, where's the seven layer dip? It's there. It, I, it may be considered the notch, like nachos. There's a couple places that have it in the south. An unnamed person. I can't believe no one mentioned stuffed jalapenos. Not in the top 10. I mean, I, I get that. Did That's a nice little appetizer. A jalapeno poppers trashy food the other day. Me? Yeah. You did. We were talking about something. There was some sort of jalapeno popper. You said it's trashy food. Uh, I don't you know. You did. I don't know. Ken Woods said cheesy tots. Right. You just did like a, a tater tot buffet. It seems like that would be fun. Certainly filling. You do different ones, different little snacks, different toppings all over. All right. Um... Winer participation trophy. Text him. A photo of a place on Foothill called Fried and Loaded. And said, Tom, if you like tater tots, you need to come to this place in Slow, corner of Foothill and Santa Rosa, right behind the Speedway gas station. Okay. Foothill and Santa Rosa. I know, right? Well, that's not sure. Okay. I got you. I got you. Mike Trupa just texted in and I wanted to ask you this. He said, What about chocolate fondue? Here's my question mm. I have been wanting to do a fondue party. And Jeff's like, what is this, 1977? Like, what are you talking about? My parents had fondue parties. Right. Like, no, I want to bring the fondue party back. Are you being serious right now? Yes, I want to bring the fondue party back. Okay, well. I know, that's what Jeff's like, they're 1977. All right, Mrs. Roper. My mom and dad used to have fondue parties. I thought it was the dumbest thing. What do you mean people are coming over to dip bread and cheese? So I have to hear from (laughs) them like, this is dumb. I'm bringing back the fondue party. Please invite me. I will. Please can I I'm going to have a fondue one? party this year. And yes, you are. You will come over for the fondue party. It'll be so fun. Can we get those long sticks that you oh, put the, yes, with the cheese? Oh, yes. All of it. Right? Yes. Okay. And I might do two. I'm going to do cheesy fondue and yeah. then we're going to have a dessert fondue. We'll do strawberries and stuff. But I really want the... types of cheese? Yeah, but I really want the cheesy fondue party. But yeah, we'll yeah. do a little dessert fondue. Okay. Too. Okay. How great. I know Take, you're into it. I'm so into it. <laughs> Take my tater tot bar at my Super Bowl party and add that to your fondue party. And then there you go. Boy, you are Mrs. Roper. It sounds so fun. I think Jug Country is really into your fondue idea. Yeah, baby. Except yeah. for t- incognito Tammy. Wait, what? She said, I went all out on a fondue party years ago. It was such a hassle keeping everything warm and such a mess. Never again. Lots of laughs, though. And then someone else texted and said... With the fondue party, make sure you have a first aid kit. Ooh. Well, you can do, a lot of, you can do like wine. You know, people are going to get drunk and then burn themselves and knock over one of those burners. And... Well, look here, idiot lover. We do fondue all the time, but we also do a tempura bowl next to it. You have to have different types of meats and vegetables as well as the bread and cheese. So you've got your, you've got your work cut out for you. You can't just show up with those Albertsons pre-cut squares. Right? And think you're going to just melt some cheese. You're going to have to spend some time, B. I'm fine with it. Okay. You're going to have to do like a Pinterest board. Okay. Hold on. And the song, we'll be like, we're playing like all this type of music <laughs> for nothing, sure. Nothing but Dr. Hook. Okay. A fondue pot set on Amazon. Let's see. Here's one right here. Oh, look at this. Look at this guy. 
Show me immediately. With like all these little sticks. See, my parents had a fondue set, and I remember these little sticks with the little colored dots yeah, yeah, yeah. on the top. Right, because then you, that's how that's how you know that's yours, right? You leave yeah. it in there to keep it warm, right? Okay, fondue pot. So like these ones just have the one. So someone walked me through this. There's a fondue pot here, but then you keep saying all these different types of cheeses, but do I have to buy multiple fondue pots or do I, other people bring over their fondue? How does a fondue party work? I don't think you want anybody bringing anything. I think you've got all that lined up right there. Right? Well, how, but this only gives you one pot, though, so how do you do a bunch of different you've cheeses? You've got to buy a couple. You've got to buy a couple. But people didn't have a couple different fondue pots, did it, they, in the 70s? You're thinking like a hookah party nowadays, like one big hookah in the middle? I'm not sure. I want to know how it works, and I'm asking, like, how do we do this? I don't know, but... Well, I'll be looking up how to throw a fondue I mean, right? party. I should have should have got one of those for Christmas. Look at this one. Dude, that's like a great gift, right? Yeah. Oh, I think it's great. What are you playing over there? I've got stuff going on over here. Don't worry about it's happening. it. Happening. Um, Mike Krupa said maybe crockpots would also work for fondue. Yeah. Do they? I don't I know. So. I think so. Are you playing brandy over there? I love it. Are you hearing it? Yeah. Where is it? Well, I can just hear it in my headphones. Oh, yeah. No, don't worry about that. Oh, okay. I'll get that. I'll get All right. That in a second. Here's a fondue cookbook. All right. You think you got enough there to make it happen? I'm going to look into how to throw a fondue party. Okay, do, please. I mean, Fetch another round. I she them with of course, because it's a great song. I'm so excited to come to your fondue party. It's going to be great. Well, let me know if you need me to bring anything. Bottle of wine, a couple of jackets, a pipe. Oh, here's fondue dipping etiquette. Oh, well, for sure. We're going to need to know the rules. Are you kidding me? So you have to choose a fondue. It, you can't just put a stick there of cheese in there. cheeses to choose from. Are there like fondue cheese? You don't just buy Velveeta? Well, no. It's the like Swiss, supplement. Gouda. I mean, you can do anything. you got to get two or three of those. If you'll be offering more than one type of fondue, try to find dipping food that can work with multiple types to yeah. get that on prep work. Yeah. Yeah. Sliced apples can go well with cheese and chocolate. Oh, here's the fondue dipping etiquette. All right. There you go. Use the fondue fork to dip the food, then slide the food off the fork onto your plate and eat it with your dinner fork. Do not put your fondue fork in your mouth. Ah, yeah, that would get messy. I can see that. Do not double dip. Of course not. Can you imagine double dipping fondue in this day and age? I'm going to try to put this as succinctly and clearly as I can. It's like a COVID cesspool. No, what? It's great. COVID I know. This is what maniacs are invited to my right. fondue party. <laughs> if you're if you're a branch Covidian, you're, you're not coming. Oh hell yeah. My work's done. I'm gonna have fun. Thank God it's Friday. Woo-hoo! I love KJ. Tell my boss he can kiss off it's Friday. Yeah, I'm excited. Watch the clock us five o'clock rocks. Thank God it's Friday. You know it's a big party. The work week's at an end till it starts again. Won't hang around, shut my computer down, it's Friday. That's exciting to me. Work like a freak five days a week, thank God it's Friday. Extend the drinking God process. Good morning, happy Friday. Maybe you should shut your face. Yeah. I think I want to, uh, I think I do want to do some more, uh, like Siri insults. I think I should have those at the ready. A couple more. 
We'll get. We'll see about that. Oh. Oh my gross. I know. I forget to talk about. Guess. Guess what's now being smuggled illegally across the border? I read this. Is it cocaine? Is it fentanyl? What is it? Is it meth? Is it pot? What is it? What's coming across the border illegally? How about eggs? I mean, good Lord. How about eggs? There has been a 100% increase in eggs confiscated at ports of entry in the last four months. Customs officers have been seeing rising cases where the eggs were not declared and then discovered during an inspection. Um, you can get a 30-count carton of eggs in Juarez, Mexico for $3.40. Now, granted, you got to go to Juarez, Mexico. But if you just wait for them to get smuggled across the border, boom. Um, is this a new thing or is this something that's been ongoing? Four, four months. Doing? Four months. No, it's one thing. It's one thing when you get stopped. They're like, "Hey, do you have any? You know, do you have any bananas? Do you have any fresh fruit?" You know, no, I don't. Right? I'm not bringing in the, that to the state. These people are smuggling eggs in. What do you do though? You just go up to like a street vendor selling eggs. Oh, I'm sure you go to the grocery store. You think they're smuggling them in and then selling them to like Vons? I don't even... Are they smuggling them in and selling them? Or are they smuggling them in to have for their own personal use? You're just not allowed to bring them across the border. No, no, no. The, 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 this is, no, this is like smugglers. This isn't like you went you oh. went on a family trip and no, decided to bring back a dozen eggs. How do you off those? You know what I mean? Like you get a little hot dog stand downtown LA. Do you get like an egg stand next to it? I don't know. I'm into it. Someone tell me where they... Where that can happen? Where, you, where do you give your eggs at? Tell me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think you may be onto something there, B. Sort of a little fruit stand, right? Little oranges. Then right next to it, flowers. And then right next to it, now eggs. Aggressive Jamie said, eggs are still four, under $4 at Trader Joe's. I just went yesterday. So I did. Why was it Trader Joe's yesterday in Templeton? And they did have fully stocked eggs. I did not look at the price, though, because I didn't need eggs yesterday. I should have. Yeah. But yeah, they were stocked with eggs. All right. Well, take Aggressive Jamie's word. They're pretty inexpensive. Joe from Templeton said, then we'll pay even more if they're smuggled in. I don't know. When you pay less? In like 50 cents on the dollar? I don't know the drug trade right now, though, in Juarez. So I don't know what the conversion rate is, the peso to the, the dollar, okay? Maybe Joe does. 98.1 K-Job with Tom and Becky in the morning. All right, so Alec Baldwin is uh, is facing the possibility of prison over the shooting death uh, of uh, Helena Hutchins on the movie set for Russ back in 2021. The district attorney in Santa Fe County, New Mexico, said Baldwin will be charged before the end of the month with involuntary manslaughter, along with Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, the staffer in charge of the weapons for the movie. So that's what people were asking yesterday when the news first broke. Well, what about the the armorer? She's been charged, too, both involuntary manslaughter. She's just not as big of a name, so it wasn't making as big of headlines. Right, but that was the question, too. She isn't... And again, for those of us who have minimal knowledge on this, it's just, it's the eye test, right? She's the one in charge of handing the guns and the fake ammunition to the actors and actresses, right? So some sort of responsibility seems to be on the person whose job it was 
And then I don't know what the responsibility is for the actor or actor, but I do know that the gun was in his hand. He's the one who set the gun off, however you want to say it, trigger, hammer, whatever. Sure. And then somebody ended up dead. So I, I don't know. But what I do know is that his attorney said it's been a terrible miscarriage of justice. And her attorney said this has been a very flawed investigation. Oh, her attorney said this has been a yes. very... Well, of course her attorney said that, Tom. What so do you expect her attorney to say? Both of them are are seeming like this is crazy wrong, this didn't happen, and it's not our fault, and let's go to court. And I want to see it if they do, because I want to hear their sides of the story. Do you remember yesterday we were talking about this, and I said <clears throat> someone had texted in and said that they had felt bad for Alec Baldwin, and I wish I could have remembered who that was. Yes. I saw this morning. It was Aggressive Jamie, and yesterday she texted and said, the Alec Baldwin situation makes me so sad. I absolutely do not fault him. I feel so bad for him. He will never recover. Who the bleep put a real gun in his hand and didn't unload it? He's an actor. So many people before him messed up for that to happen. So she is very much in the Alec Baldwin camp on that. Okay, all right. Well, that's, that's, you know, certainly that's the side of it. And again, I think for me, that's why, that's why I want to see the trial. I want to hear you say what happened. I want to hear what she says happens, what happened. Mm -hmm. And you know what else? I want to hear from the other 30 people who were on the set, what they saw happen. Mm -hmm. And I want to see whose story Seems the most plausible, incredible, right? I'm sure this is going to be a big trial, so I'm sure we'll hear all of it. Well, I just, you know, when people say that didn't happen in, you know, these situations, then, then, okay, what did happen? What exactly? And what are the laws? Right. Is there, is there not a check? Like, you know, like if you fire a missile, if you're like on a submarine and you fire, want to fire a missile. Like you have to go through a few checkpoints, right? The the commanding the commander in chief has to say it. The the X the XO the assistant to the assistant. Like there has to be three or four people. All we want to fire. I agree. I agree. I agree. Like a board meeting at the city council. All in favor? Aye, aye, aye. Is there not something like that on a movie I set? I one hundred percent think that there gun? is, which was why I think this is such news. Yeah. Okay. There's someone who is in charge of all of that. There is someone who's like, okay. Obviously, be a this isn't. Yes, and obviously, this isn't loaded. There is someone who is in charge of all that, and that's the girl that is being right charged as well. Charged, whatever. Hannah Gutierrez Reed. Yes. Like, I mean, I right. If you want to go like aggressive, Jamie, and say Alec bears none of the responsibility because it was a hundred percent on her to do her checklist or do whatever. I mean, that's certainly opinion. If that the jury gets that, then he's going to be found not guilty. But. I mean, I can totally understand where. Jamie is coming from on that though, because if that is your job and someone hands you something, you are just an actor who's like, but you know, fumbling around with a gun. He never came out and said that though, did he? I know. He I never just, came right out and said, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" That's her fault. She I one hundred percent. On the surface, it's obvious. Like that's how that would feel. Right? Well, that couldn't be on him. But there's got to be more to the story. He is being now charged with this. There's more to the story. So let's just let the facts come out and find out who knew what and when before we're like, that wasn't his fault or that was his yeah. fault, you know? Well, I, I think I'm, I'm, I would like to see this trial or at least follow this. Okay. Uh, 
98.1 KJOB with Tom and Becky in the morning. All right, a couple of did you knows this morning. Um, we were talking about driving a stick shift the other day. Eight out of ten Europeans drive a stick shift. Eighty percent. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, manual transmission, whatever you want to call it. Only one out of ten of us Americans do that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't... I guess I didn't really realize. I mean, I you think about it. I imagine everyone in Europe, no matter where you are, driving some little Fiat-looking car. All I think about, because the roads are so small, so yeah. tiny, cobblestone thing. You can't have a F-250. And I guess they would have to be stick shift, like the old school ones. But like, there's got to be some sort of like little uh, new, like electric. Plus, I've seen the Italian job. There's a lot of little tiny, right? Little tiny cars like yours just yeah. buzzing all around in different yeah. colors, all colors of the rainbow. Yeah. Everybody's got a lot of those little. There, there wouldn't be anything now that's like electric that's not a stick shift, though. No, I bet they have. Well, I don't know what what are the EV laws in in uh, in Europe. Heck, if I know, are they pushing them all or they're not? All right. Uh, did you know number two? Sixty percent of women say they would not date a guy who had a ponytail. Okay. You're with that? You're 60? Um, at this point in my life, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, I can't imagine. I'm sure there would be someone yeah. in there that I would say yes to, but no. It's, yeah, I mean, certain guys could pull that off. Um, yeah, but I just rock can't think of, it, like, rock stars. But I can't even think of, like, any guys now who are, like, current rock stars who have, like, a ponytail. What but if Jeff said he wanted to grow his hair out? Jeff had long hair when we first started dating. And what if he, said, what if he put it on a ponytail? Like, no. Like, and right now, especially? Yeah. Oh, my God, no. Stop. Like, you are, like, a grown man. You we drive our Jeff. children to school. Okay. We pay our bills. Right. We plan right. vacations. Right. Okay. We have a 401k. Don't know like, what's I won't be over having there. you have a ponytail. Right. We did that time of our lives. You had long hair and it was great. Okay. We chain smoked and drank black coffee and stayed up till listen, two in the morning. Listen like, to Nirvana. We're not doing it. ponytails right now. We had fun doing that. I got it. Someone else's turn. Wow. We're very descriptive today, you and I. We're really, <laughs> we're really adding a lot of color to the show today. All right, number three, did you know the average adult is around five feet, 1.8 inches tall? Oh, my God, 5. look at 1, me. The average adult. Right so there. I don't want to hear crap from anyone now where it's like, ha, huh, you right. know, you're short. Right. No, I'm average. Your average height. I'm going to start telling everyone that next time anyone says Good. anything to me. Good. I'm an average height. All right, finally this morning, uh, did you know the number one rule in most people's houses is no shoes on the furniture? I know you were going to say that. Oh, on the furniture? On the furniture, no shoes. Not just like no walk, not walking around. Right. Now, yeah. your sister makes you take your shoes off, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I sound... Yeah. I We don't do that in our house. Like, yeah. I don't... It just... It's nothing... Yeah. The thing is, we didn't do that growing up either. So, I don't yeah. know where my sister is like... Where she know. got that? <clears throat> yeah. But, um, no shoes on the furniture, for okay, sure. Here's the thing. If I, if I go to your house and I sit on the couch... Yeah. And, like, there's a coffee table right in front of me. Yeah. Can I put my feet on it? No. No, I mean, because, I would hope that you, as like someone who didn't live there, wouldn't come over and like put your feet up on the coffee table. Well, I'd I'd ask first, but like if I wanted to be comfortable, it's like, I would tell you absolutely no. Take your roadie like shoes okay. off of my coffee table. We like okay. eat on that and stuff. If you want to take you your eat on the coffee table, well, if you put your coffee in your place down, sure. Like I mean, you're gonna have things that are there. Of course not. <clears throat> now, you as a friend, if you came over and kicked your shoes off and put your shoe your feet on my coffee table, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Like, Kick my shoes off and then put my it, my feet on them. Yeah, you could step okay. in like pee and stuff during the day. Right, like I don't right. want I like don't your shoes on my coffee table. Okay, then. Well, can I put go. my shoes on your coffee table? You can put your shoes absolutely no. on my coffee table. No, I don't so believe that. If, if then you have too fancy of a coffee table. If I can't put my shoes on your coffee table, then it's too fancy. That's my rule.